Hey, listening audience, this is Mama Bad Guy. And Let's die, Jack! Oh, you're lying. He is not a loser, you know He's that. He's a Chris. loser. <laughs> and you're listening to the Big Pop Theory Podcasting. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Featuring Captain Shakespeare. I am the captain, he stole my name. And Bad blood pressure that just officially went through hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the big pop theory podcast episode 40 as we march to number 50 50 i wanted to say it again i would have said it 50 more times but that would have been the whole show i'm one of your hosts bad guy jack aka the great grand poobah and i'm joined with the spectacular shay sawyer aka shay summers aka sawyer sawyer how are you madam I am doing a-okay. That's great. That's good. That's good. We love, <laughs> we love to hear it. It was quite a week in wrestling. Um, there was some stuff, stuff I didn't get to catch, but we're going to give our review and our thoughts about this week in wrestling. There was a whole bunch of news about CM Punk, but we're not even going to get into it because it was just so hard to keep up with all this drama going on with AEW. And, you know, Instead of talking about drama, I do want to talk about um, something I thought was really, really cool. I was talking to you a little bit before we went on the air, uh, Sawyer, that um, We Are Wrestling. They had an event out there in the Bronx. And um, I went out to represent us, uh, you know, the Big Pop. We sponsored the incredible Mercedes Martinez. And uh, she had a match against Ruthless Lala. They were the main event. So I do want to sit here and say shout out to you because you made the suggestion, let's sponsor mercedes and not only did you sponsor uh the winner of the match but you sponsored the winner of the main event so shout out to you uh sawyer and i just want to say i had such a great experience going out there this was my first we are wrestling show the the energy and the crowd was fantastic all the wrestlers out there the performers really put on such a such a fun show and i'm i look forward to um the next event is somewhere in december I think it's December 1st. I forget exactly. But uh, I wanted to give him a shout out. There was so much great talent. There's a few people I wanted to point out. I, I mentioned Mercedes. I got familiar with her work from uh, the May Young Classic. I forget which one. I think it was the first one. She was very close on winning, but she lost and she lost that match to Shayna Baszler. Um, that was a good match, too. It was. It was a really good match. It was a student versus teacher match. So that's when I got familiar with her and they were mentioning how she'd been in the game for, I believe up to that point, close to, uh, if not 20 years, close to it. So I was really cool to see her in action. Uh, I'm hoping I'm saying this man's name right, because I feel like if he has, I said wrong, I would be insulted. <laughs> Darius Carter. He's such a great hill. Um, the man gets it. The man really, really gets it. He had a match, uh, God, I can't think of this guy's. I'm, I'm sorry, I should have these names in front of me. But he fought an older gentleman. And I thought he really gave that older gentleman quite the match. I thought it was really good. And after the match is what really won me over with Darius. He got in some kid's face, and the kid tried to hit him. And he kept moving back, and then he stared at him very evilly. I don't know if evilly is a word, but we'll just let that go. We'll put that in the dictionary. We're talking to you, Webster. And proceeded to walk off as he was uh, celebrating, gloating on his victory. And another person I really want to put over big time, uh, I could say he's a friend. Sha um, 
Well, Shantice was there too in the crowd. She was hilarious. I want to sit here and say, uh, Heart, she is hilarious. Um, She's fantastic, and she just had a birthday. She did. Absolutely. She is. A, see, us Virgos, we stick together. That's that's what it is. That's my Virgo twin. Um, <laughs> so shout out to her. Uh, she had me laughing a whole lot in that uh, audience. And um, But I want to give a shout out to Stan Michaels. I got to see Russell for the first time last year from my family. I shared it on Twitter. And my family, who pretends like they know wrestling, sat here and was like, yo, this guy is good. And they're not lying. He is very fantastic. He put on a show. He he was one of the opening acts. I got to sit next to him and uh, pick his brain when he was talking about wrestling and everything. And he's a, he's a, he's quite the gent. So I wanted to say, uh, once again, we are wrestling. Shout out to them. Thank you for inviting Big Pop. And we hope to do more sponsorships. Right, sir? Absolutely. So we want to give them a shout out and um, and uh, thank you. All right. So why don't we talk some uh, stuff going on in uh, wrestling? You know, uh, you I, I sent you the rundown of things and then you threw out this nice curveball and you said, "Why don't we talk NXT?" And it's been a long time since me and you have like did an NXT review show or review. I'm sorry. So you know, if I could still quote from uh, a certain nightmare, what do you want to talk about? What? Where did you get that from? I was confused by that reference. Cody Rose, he says, what do you want to talk about? We're talking about NXT, right? I don't recall him ever saying that. Yes, he does. He doesn't say, he says... I'm uh, not saying he, he doesn't, I'm just saying... Because <laughs> I mean, you got me you got me uh, befuddled here. Very ooh, befuddled here. So. Ooh, okay. I, I, I am confused, which is kind of the norm, but even still, more than normal. <laughs> oh, more than normal. Well, that's that's interesting. I'm an interesting guy. Thank you. I know. You are. Damn. So. <laughs> Goddamn, you're amazing. Thank you. But, uh, take the, please take the floor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, NXT, again, I, as I was saying, this was literally one of the best episodes of NXT for this entire year. Or, like, since sure. NXT 2.0 became a thing. Sure. Yes, yeah, I'm going to say yes. that because I'm sorry, top to bottom, I felt like it was just so great. And the thing about it, because people like to poke fun at NXT and say, oh, it's a little bit so Like, it's too, like, outlandish. I'm like, there's a lot of outlandish things going on on, on other shows, too. Okay? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Outlandish, foolish foolishness okay I did like the fact that I feel like I don't know why but I feel like maybe Becky might be in NXT for a little bit of a time and I really really hope that she does win the NXT women's title like I hope it's not just like a one-off thing I would love to just see her kind of down there I, I keep saying down there like they're going to lose. like I would just love to see her in NXT and um just see what that would bring like i feel like nxt is in such like a defining era at the moment right now like this is a defining era for them and a lot of people are stepping up to the plate and I i'm just i've been loving it um how would you feel about uh becky having an extended stay in nxt i wouldn't have a problem with it honestly um i don't know what you do with her on the main roster i mean obviously they would find something for her of course but you know her going down there to work with Tiffany Stratton, right? A young talent who, if she's underneath the wings of a Becky Lynch, I mean, how is that a bad thing, right? <laughs> so yeah. I would be totally, I would be for it. Like, I, I have no problem with her going down there. Um, 
and you know, you said a lot of things, and and it was interesting that you said that because you said like since the NXT 2.0 thing, and the whole thing is when it became 2.0, right? They were still restructuring, trying to find their way, and the beauty with this NXT now is there's a great talent of young talent that. You know, you got the Camelo, the Bronze, um, and there's a bunch of other names I just can't think of on top of my head. But then you have the nice established guys like Tyler Bate. Um, I think Dragon have been killing it, honestly. Matter of fact, for a young talent, I, I, I'm, I'm mad that it missed my mind because he's really, I, he, I feel like he's really breaking out this year is um, Trick Williams. You know, he's been finding his groove. So I think that's the, the beauty about this NXT is that they found a really good groove on having you know, your young talent, your in the middle talent, and then your uh, uh, a bunch of other talent. And another talent I would like to throw out there too, who's really good. I'm glad that he's getting a little bit. Um, I want to make sure because I, I didn't get a chance to stay up all completely for Yeah, no, he did wrestle on Mensa. He went against Dragon now. And I, and I appreciate that he's getting some time because I think he's someone who, he's someone who should be getting some time. Absolutely. I totally agree. Like I've always been a fan of his and just like, Ever since he's been added to the metaphor, he's been getting that time. Like, obviously, in the beginning, I feel like they were much more focused on, like, Noam and even Lash and Jakara more. But now he's getting in his time. And I just love that because I think he's so talented. Like, I feel like him and Dragunov had a really fun match. They, they did. did. No, they yeah. really did. Honestly, Dragunov just has good matches in his sleep, honestly. But uh, still, Oro is definitely amazing, though. No, Oro was fantastic. Matter of fact, in that match, um, I remember I was taking notes a little bit, but uh, Dragonaut, he hit this beautiful power bomb. And matter of fact, I remember it made me go like, wow, that was so like Kevin Nash's, uh, Nash, Nash's. I'm like, to, like, how Kevin Nash would do a Jack Knight power bomb. I thought it was so beautiful in how he delivered it. Um, and Dragonaut has been killing it, honestly. I think he's really been, I think it's the facial hair. You know, facial hair will uh, bring the best out of somebody. So the power I think of the goatee. Yes, as he prepares to take over the world. He said that he uh, he groomed, not groomed, but he massaged his uh, goatee and he goes, man, time to take out uh, take out anybody at this point. Because he he his whole thing now is like, hey, why did you lie to your friend? <laughs> he tries to no, get into people's head. He really pulled up on Trick like, um, no, I loved it. I'm sorry, I'm still like losing my mind over it because the way he pulled up on Trick was so like, it was such a G move, like, just like, Oh, Trick says something like, don't be barking. And he's like, you already know I don't bark. But Ooh. I'm like, exactly. Like, yes. Like, I'm sorry. But that, like, made me smile. Because I'm like, you know, he said, you know, I'm not barking nothing. I said, oh, my God. Like, this is the sass that I need. Like, this is the sass I've always wanted from Dragonoff. And now he is basically giving it. Because that, all that told me, that line was like, I don't bark. Because you already know my what my bite does. Because... Like, oh my god, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just fangirling over that because I just thought that was such a G move. No, and I think also too with him, because I know a lot of people, the biggest thing with him was he didn't he didn't have a you know, he's not known for talking, but lately it seemed like he's been hitting on I don't want to say all cylinders, but I think he's been hitting, if that makes sense. Like, you know, I think he's been doing a great job. He just he pretty much straight to the point where he's he he doesn't have the you don't have the catchphrase, but he'll say like, yeah, I can pretty much break you into 16 pieces and then put you back together and break you into 28. So exactly. No, he's no, he's been, that's true. What you said, he's never been like the guy you look to for this crazy promo, like ever, like he's the guy you look to that, you know, is going to have an insane match. Like he's always going to deliver, 
But I feel yeah. like now he's completely like well-rounded. Like he's like a full like he's getting what his character is, which is don't play with me. Right. And right. he's getting his like talking like together in terms of like he's just he's been delivering there. That's all I can say. Like I am such a fan. Cause you remember in the beginning, like I'm not gonna yeah. hold you. Like you remember, I used to be like, oh my god, like why is he always doing the stuff like coming out yeah, yeah. the dramatics? Like just just stop. Like everything just wasn't hitting for me, and I felt like oh he doesn't really do it for me on the mic. He doesn't really do it for me character wise. Yeah. I, I still want him to get rid of the red contacts, but I'm willing to. <laughs> wait that out but i know i know it will happen eventually but i'll wait it out yeah no and i think that's a compliment to nxt though being in nxt for as long as he has and been able to find that character you know like i think there was a period where people thought he would be called up or something like that and i gotta say it's good that he stayed down there i mean he's always like uh to piggyback on what you said he's always had the in-ring stuff i remember you know um shout out to us we did that review uh, some years back, I, it's hard to keep up with uh, how long we could we work together for a long time. But that match he had with Once Upon a Time Walter, and we knew that match was, I mean, they were it was it was men it was men slapping meat. Okay, let's calm down now. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's. Uh, so I also wanted to discuss. Um, were mm -hmm. you able to see the match between Axiom and Butch? I did actually. I did see that, and I think for me, I remember saying because a lot of these matches so. This tournament that they have, right? It's these matches go 12 minutes. And some of these matches that you see, you say, man, if they gave him a little bit more time, you know they would be cooking. So, yeah, I did see it. And I thought these guys did a, pretty, a fantastic job. I know you're going to want to take the floor, so please take the floor. Uh, not really, but uh, I just want to say, like, that was like the match of the night. Like, it was such a good match. And if Fred go, go to like a time limit draw, like, I was actually happy with that because I really didn't want to see. Axiom lose, and I didn't want to see Butch lose as well. But they like what they put out there. Like, and I need to see them running back. Like now, I'm like salivating at this point. Like, I need to see it again because they just every move you could possibly throw out in the that short span of time they threw out. Like it, it was insane to me, and I kind of love it because I feel like. Axiom has been just getting the short end of the stick right now. With the, it's just like too many cooks type thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like when there's too many cooks in the kitchen, someone's not going to be able to get to a pot. And I feel like Axiom has been someone who's not been able to get to a pot. Um, and so people forget how extraordinary he actually is because he, you know, doesn't get booked in certain things. Like he's having to do Dabakato. No, no shade. But it's just... It seems like he's more like having to put people over, even though he won eventually. Like, but it's like he's why? the good hand. Yeah, exactly. But it's like let's give him some. Like, he needs to be more in title pitchers and stuff like that. Because I feel like he's just so good. And he should not be squandered. Um, and same thing with Butch. Honestly, I'm so happy to be seeing him in NXT more often. Just like, and he's just putting on match, good match after good match after good match because that's all he know how to do. Honestly. Listen, Butch, Pete Dunn, you know this guy's going to put on something. He's going to be – he's good at what he do. I mean, he was, what, the second longest reigning uh, NXT UK champion? Yeah, he because had for a long time. He did. And then he ran into that brick wall called Gunther, which is uh, – we'll talk about later. Um, but, um, no, they did – they went out there. And, like I said, a lot of these matches um, – a lot of these matches, I sat there and was like, man, if they really gave him time, they really, really gave him time. And, and that NXT crowd enjoyed matches like this. 
I don't know so much. I, I I don't want to say the main roster don't. I don't know if it's as as much as like the NXT, but the NXT crowd was eating that up. What else do you have that you wanted to mention on uh, NXT? Sorry. Um. Well, I'm sure you said you wanted to talk about it more than me. The <sighs> Braun Breaker Von Wagner match, which and I'm I don't know what it is. They have beautiful chemistry because Braun brings the best matches out of Von. Like, he just does. Every time. This is, like, with their third encounter. He brings the best out of him. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, Braun didn't lose. Honestly, I don't, like, I'm sorry, but, like, Vaughn, it's nice that you're getting this build and you're, you're developing your story and all that stuff. But you beating a two-time NXT champion is still not believable to me, especially because it's Braun Breaker. So I was not trying to see him win i knew he was gonna put him through a table because that's his thing oh yeah he's through a table i'm gonna table your ass stuff like that and and that's it but you're not gonna get the win at the end of the day because no way no way and braun i will say he did take it too far i can admit when someone took it too far you know let me you know you know um I wasn't feeling so good Tuesday, so I didn't watch the main event. But I remember I got a text from you sitting there saying, "Whoa, why did they end it like this or something like that?" Right? So I was like, "Huh." So then I went on, uh, I went on the Twitter and or uh, uh, the Axe, and when I went there, I saw nothing but these clips on my timeline, and I said, "Huh, what's this?" And I see Braun Breaker, you know, the sore loser Braun Breaker. He picks mm -hmm. up the still, still, the, the still uh, steps, mm -hmm. smashes. Von, the Von Tastic Von Wagner's head in. And I said, wow. So that's what we've gone to. We've gone to murder, huh? The Sopranos. Power. You want to see any of those shows, you just watch them. You don't commit murder. And I sit there and say, Shawn Michaels, Michael Hickenbottoms, I hope that you do some kind of justice here. Don't hide behind the table. Don't hide behind the door. Do your job or we'll be calling MJ up in this house. Because you know what? I can't believe that that was allowed. And this man, too, Braun Breaker. Huh? Braun Breaker went to India. So there was no charges pressed. What is happening in the world of wrestling? Braun Breaker, I, I, got, I want to give credit to Braun Breaker. You know, I wasn't big on Braun. I thought he was a really, I, I said, hey, man, this guy's really good. But something about his character wasn't hitting. And as a heel, he has been killing it. What do you call him? Uh, Big-ass Braun, bad-ass Braun. Bully Braun. Bully Braun. It's the goatee, man. It's the goatee. I kid you not. Facial hair changes somebody. You can't walk around with the with the you know clean shave. That don't work. Grow up. And he I did grow up. Did he? Well, not not to my liking, but yeah. So while I was a little bit because I looked at so I wanted to see what the text was that I actually sent to you. Mm -hmm. And I basically, I basically said they were trifling for ending the show like that. Um, the reason I said that was because of the, the just cutting to black. Like I was like, what yes. is this? this is so camp. But <laughs> when I really think about it now, I'm like, you know what? That was actually really cool because yeah. until the person, whoever decided to record, and I tell you the digital era, social media era has really put such a dent in wrestling I agree. because it just like 
you guys, did you really need to share it? Did you really need to? But the whole cutting to black and not knowing, you just like your mind's going wild. Like, oh my God. Like the same thing was like when they did it with Val Venus, when they, you know, the chop. Oh, they were going to chop black. I'm glad they did. I didn't want to see that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, didn't it no, make you think, oh my God, what happened? Like, it just, it's like suspense. It was perfect. Yeah, no, I, so agree. Person I agree. ruined it. You know, and I do want to say, I mean, I'm glad that you mentioned these things, right? So when you see it, you're like, oh my God. And then when you see the pictures with the towel, you've seen that one, right? Where Vaughn had the towel over his head and you see the blood. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, Vaughn really went overboard here. But I do want to mention, because I, I did want to talk a little bit about this, this, scene because it was wild this, this was kind of this was pretty violent in today's wwe right and people were sitting here saying uh uh sean michaels went out there because braun went off script and all that stuff shut up shut up shut up like when i saw it i was like oh my god but then you knew it was a work because here's the thing with wwe if it wasn't a work right they wouldn't have on twitter prayers for vaughn like <laughs> they wouldn't have done that they would have they would have tried to hide that as much as possible but when I see people reporting, um, and it wasn't even that they said he went overboard or something. I forget what it was. It was like he missed communicate, uh, not communicate. He missed, he missed, he misstepped his thoughts or whatever. I don't know what it was. I just hate reports like that because they think they're so smart. Well, you're not. You're an idiot. And I'm not. I don't support idiots. But I thought NXT was fun. I'm glad that NXT is. Um, and, you know, shout out to you. I, you know, I like to give flowers to what flowers to do because you stuck with NXT when people were really um, questioning it and just needed to find its groove. One of the things that I loved about, well, not love, but one of the things I love about NXT is a lot of these young towns that you see, like the Braun, like the Camelo, you're like, they're going to be around for the next 10 years, maybe 15, because, you know, wrestlers don't really retire um, at uh, 50 or anything like that if they take care of themselves. But I'm saying these are guys who's going to be around for the next few years. And that's a beautiful thing. And there's also other towns that we even talk about. Um, you know, Duke Hudson. I mean, that's somebody, right? Like, a lot of people have been really praising his work with Chase University. And I'm happy that he is getting uh, the praise because there was always something about him. But it was something where they they it wasn't clicking. But it has been clicking. Um, and I feel like there's so many other towns that we're not even talking about. I know you're a big fan of um, Gigi Dolan's. I'm a big fan of a uh, great friend, JC Jane. She's a great friend uh, to Thea Hill. Sure. And, and, and I am sure. Thank you. I'm so sure. Mm -hmm. That was a puddle of mud song. I'm so sure. Summer I'm Slam. I'm happy for you that you you know Puddle of Mud song. Puddle, puddle of Mud was, was quite the band back in the day. So, yes, I, I'm glad I know them, too. I might play some as uh, as, as I uh, lay down. I'm going to play some Puddle of Mud. Don't get me started, cause I'll everything's all <laughs> You know they played that song, I believe, and that's what you were taking all the way. You were taking all the way. I'm like, what am I taking? Oh my god, I love when they, cause it was like a song that kind of they released a little bit later into sure. their like career that mm -hmm. they use for WWE. Mm -hmm. I just want to be famous. So <laughs> oh, that was One Night Stands 2007. Yes, I love that. I'm playing that tonight. Oh, my no. God. That was such a song. The taste is overflowing. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. Good job. See, this is why This is why we're the A-team. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, when you were saying Blur, they, I think they did that. And um, sorry, being such a nerd here, 
because a lot of songs that I liked came from WWE. And like, you know, they used to have the beautiful package, uh, promo packages. And I used to be a big fan of uh, Drowning Pool, like the original in Carson, uh, in the original version. And they had a song called, um, it was WrestleMania 18. I can't even think of it. I'm, if anyone's listening. You know what? WWE yeah. really put me on to so many songs. Like, there yes. was one song, and I still can't even find the person that sings it. Like, mm -hmm. it was something, or it might have been Mercy Drive. I don't know, but it was like, it was mm -hmm. like a, a Randy Orton video package. Oh, would you win the heavyweight championship? I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know, but it was like one. I was like, come on, take it away now. Yes. That's when he won the World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam, and they played this thing. I remember that. Yes, yes. That that, that was a banger. That was a banger. Yes. They have, like, songs. Now they with this, like... Do you feel like This is, like, this NBA, like, LeBron James just walking from the back music. Like, that's what it sounds like. It literally... <laughs> I hate it. I literally hate this music. I wish they would go back to just using, like, you know, music, like, before, like, because this... I cannot do it. Literally sounds like someone's getting ready to go to the Super Bowl every damn match. Like I can't. I I, I want to take the. I believe it is called Mercy Drive Memory. I don't want to play it because I don't. You know. But I don't want to play. That's when I you said it. Play. Okay, now let me stop. <laughs> nah, good taste, good taste, good taste. Yeah, I so said we want to hear it too. I mean, guys, you listening? Tell us some of your favorite because they used. To, I was going to ask you. Do you feel like music today is? generic yeah yeah and, I, and you know i'll say not for nothing there's some tracks that are hits i do want to sit here and say that but i do i do miss that era where like they'll say this track comes from something and and, and they will hype up that person or band's album and then you want to hear that guy's song and i mean and they didn't even just do rock i remember SummerSlam 2007 there was this one song and i forgot who it was but it was like a reggaeton kind of thing and i was like okay okay wwe I said, "Oh, you you taking chances." Take a tone. Take a tone. What song was it? Was it, it Catalina? Yes, yes. It's a like, lineup. <laughs> I'm not to laugh. No, I'm just laughing because like, that, that's. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I, I just remember. That. I started laughing because I was like, "What?" I was like thinking, "What song?" No, that was that was the song, and I thought that was like. I mean, they had a lot of great songs in that mid but not for nothing um not to old man yelling at the cloud but that mid 2000 music has always just been fantastic mm -hmm. so, so that's why we we had our rant on music um and i want to say thank you for adding well, you know we'll add some nxt back into here you know it, it's just the whole you know you review it i review it and then it's like well it's been a while since we reviewed it and nxt was a great show um and and watch it guys i mean like i said there's a lot of great talent out there Let's talk. Uh, fight, don't listen to the internet because the internet will sway you wrong every time. Trust me. Yeah, yeah trust her. She, she's the one with uh, great music taste, as you can tell. So trust her, please. <laughs> but let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Monday Night Raw. They were in the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. I wasn't. I was home. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I have family in North Carolina, so <laughs> I could have. Probably not in Charlotte, but let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about the Judgment Day, right? There's so many other things that's going on. Matter of fact, before we get into the Judgment Day, let's save them for the uh, later part of the show, right? The Miz, right? Let's talk about the Miz. Did you see this uh, <laughs> in this segment with the Miz? Uh, Men be fighting demons. Yes, that it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you're saying he fought Finn Balor? Um, no. 
He was okay. fighting demonic John Cena, duh. Oh, I'm sorry. With the duh, I'm sorry, as you adjust your glasses at me. <laughs> <laughs> but the Miz had a segment. The Miz has just lost his mind. After losing to LA Knight at, on um, last Saturday's Payback, he just, he just had it up to here with Cena. He said for 20 years, he's Cena's been a fraud. I know that feeling because I've been saying that about Ray Mysterio for 20 years. Um, and he says, uh, <laughs> well, let me paint a picture here. He, he has this thing, uh, um, and I love that setup. I love how everyone was mentioning this, how he said, so my guest for tonight is John Cena. And you know Stu, the cameraman. I know this because uh, John, John Cena always said, let's go to work, Stu. So I know who Stu is. Shout out to Stu. Uh, Stu does the whole thing like John Cena's really running out there. There's, there's nobody running out there. Well, we don't see John Cena running out there. That's that's. I should reframe. I should uh, rephrase that. Uh, we don't see Cena running out there. So he sits in the seat. The Miz, the Miz says, you know, he calls him out for his shenanigans uh, on Saturday. Then sit here and um, proceeds to have a fight with John Cena. What I loved is. <laughs> What I loved is Cena, Miz hit Cena. Cena hit Miz back. Miz sold the hell out of it. But Miz, knowing Cena's moves, he knows all of Cena's moves, was able to counter another punch into a whole crushing finale, lay, laying out the um, John Cena. I don't know if John Cena ever got out the ring because we never saw it. You know what? Mm -hmm. Don't even start. <laughs> This was hilarious. I, I don't know what I, I it was one of those things when I was watching it. I was like, Yeah, and I'm gonna watch this next Monday. <laughs> yep. So the Miz takes out John Cena. Do you think this leads to some kind of well John Cena they're saying he's gonna be here for the next uh two months? So do you see that they're going to go to, with uh John Cena Miz program or something with John Cena and LA Knight against Miz and somebody else? Like, what do you is there any uh is there any uh direction you see this going into? Yeah, I could see it being like a three-way thing. I think that'd be fun. I, I I think all three could definitely provide a lot of like like fun. Um, you know, yeah, I think it, I think it would be fun. I can I couldn't finish the the word. My the sentence said goodbye, so I just said, you know what, it'll be fun. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, it would it would be cool to see honestly. And after that segment, I'm even more sold on it honestly. This is great, you know. Um... And I don't know if I said this before, but I think it was like something because a lot of people were like, uh, you know, is Miz getting his flowers? You feel like the Miz is getting his flowers? He's been, been who, who hasn't been giving him his flowers? I stay giving his flowers. You already know. That's mm -hmm. my MTV challenger legend. I've been giving his flowers. So I don't know who wasn't giving him his flowers, but that is a personal situation that they need to take up with themselves for being stupid because you should have been giving them flowers. Yeah, so stop being stupid. Let's talk real quick about uh, Jay Uso. He has arrived on Monday Night Raw. He's making his way through the crowd. It's just me now. I don't know. I'm still taking my time to get used to the song. Like that's all I can say. No, hey, where did it go? It's just me, Oos. Down since. Just me, Oos. Day one is just me, Oos. <laughs> I, I like, can't. Like, I really can't. Like I, I, I need my time to get used to it. How do you feel about uh, Jimmy's theme? Did you hear his theme? <sighs> did I hear his theme? I don't know if I did. Cause I know I didn't watch SmackDown this past because mm -hmm. something came up. I know something came up because I didn't watch and I usually would have. But yeah. No, he debuted his track. Um and uh 
I don't know why. It just sounds like so to me, if you say, what does Jimmy's theme remind you of? I feel like I just signed my I signed my contract for uh Death Row and uh things are about to get bad. So that means I might like his more. So I need to hear that and then I will get back to you next week and I will tell you. <laughs> Death Row. Uh but there was a comment there. I thought this was a I kind of like tidbits like this. Like if you I like that this it's how do I word this? I'm sorry, that was not a sentence, it was a bunch of noise. But I like tidbits. So as Jay Uso was making his way through the crowd, um, I think it was Michael Cole that said it. And he mentioned uh Cody Rhodes having some pull and mentioned, well, he used to be a EVP. Wink, wink, wink. Although I don't think you need to have three winks, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but he comes out and he he um he talks about how Cody gave him a call saying he wanted to make up uh him making up a, a, a wrong. Um he he talks about being here on Monday Night Raw. Sammy comes out, uh they embrace, they they are reunited. But there was a little there was a little hesitation from Jay at first. You know, because Sammy was saying, Oh, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you stepping away for the bloodline and all these things, which makes me go, This this is an interesting wrinkle here. Because Jay being on Raw, a lot of people don't like him being on Raw. One being Drew McIntyre, the other one being Matt Riddle. But Kevin Owens, who was not there on Monday, makes you wonder. And I was on the Twitter a few days ago, and they showed, um, I forget this uh, Twitter page. Shout out to them. But it's um, uh, hill turns that happened or something like that. And they showed the one where Kevin Owens turned on Sam, and I said, that might be in the future. So... Uh, before I let you take the floor, because I wanted to ask you uh, a little bit about Jay, Jay, the the, the interactions that's going to be Jay, Sammy, and Kevin. But um, they embrace. Sammy's the only one who's really like, you know, just give him a chance. Just give him a chance. Which I used to tell my basketball coach. I said, just give me a chance. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about not necessarily the segment, but what this could potentially lead up to with, you know, Jay, Sammy and Kevin? We all know Kevin is going to beat up on Sammy at some point or they might swerve <laughs> us and have Sammy. I'm, I'm not, it's not a matter of if it's when that's it. Yeah. And they don't get the titles. They so they definitely listen, it's going to come. Yeah. No, it's it's gonna happen, and you know, and you said uh, uh, Sammy would be a, a huge uh, that would be a, a, a twist because I think everyone knows it's gonna be Kevin Owens or expect it to be, and I feel like it wouldn't make sense. Besides, I think uh, it's been a while since Kevin Owens has been a heel, right? It's been a while, and I think um, he's a yeah, mm -hmm. honestly, I think so. And I think him going being heel, why not? Why not? I think people still like people love Kevin Owens. Don't get me wrong. But the people really, really love Sammy. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. We're going to see what happens. Uh, we'll be back here next week to talk about uh, when this episode come out. Uh, um, you know, Monday Night Raw will not have happened yet because we put ours on. <laughs> I'm sorry, something random just happened there. But um, <laughs> that was that just threw me off. But we'll be here to talk about it. Uh, let's talk about the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day, you know, they got they got they said they got all the gold. 
They don't, um, because it's just a tag title. They they don't have the Intercontinental. They don't have the world. But that you know what? They're drifting gold. Exactly. Right? They have a lot of gold. Stop being a hater. Oh my gosh. I'm not a hater. I listen to giving hate. It, it was a little bit. I listened to Aunt, Auntie Mary J. Blige with the platinum wig, and she said, "No hateration." Ooh. So enough. I enough. I don't know what I'm gonna save that clip for, but I'm gonna save that for something. Oh my god! I just I think I just offended a Mary J. Blige fan. I'm sorry. Oh, you're not. Stop. Excuse me. My mother is a huge fan, and she literally played that almost every day as I was growing up as a baby. It's literally ingrained into my brains. Like honestly. The words were the ooh. The music and there was no ooh. I don't know where you're getting this line from. I don't want to do the show anymore if you're gonna yell at me. I will not be because you know, you're lying <laughs> on Miss Blige's name. No, 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 no. See, you call her Miss, I call her Auntie Mary J. Blige with the platinum wig. So oh please, God. two different levels. I'm talking, I'm I'm original Tropicana, and you are Tropicana with pulp in it. So there's there's no competition. Whatever helps you sleep at night. It's me laying on my back because I, I I like to sleep like that. Mm. Talk about the judgment day after being interrupted. But we have uh, uh, the drift in gold or silver because the tag titles are not gold. They're like silver or something like that, right? But they got the gold that they're just celebrating. They're like they run not just Monday Night Raw. They run all of WWE. Then, you know, they all, you know, they all say their piece. Um, we have JD Madonna. He comes out, and when he comes out, Damian, he's already like, "Yeah, bro, like I was, I was starting to like you, and then you do this." Now, I saw this really interesting thing, and, I, and you know, if I can break this down a little bit, right? Because this is interesting, and I saw it on Twitter, but it was a friend. Shout out to Storm last week. He was a, a special guest. Um, okay, so let me paint the picture first, right? Boom, like six hundred thoughts in my head. Let me paint this picture. JD Madonna comes out. And he says, Damien, you have to get rid of that briefcase, bro. Damien looking at him like, what? And he said, no, because you should have this one, which is a brand new Money in the Bank briefcase. And, you know, he, he eats it up and says, Senor Money in the Bank. And it's like a nice color. It puts the Judgment Day color scheme grimace right there. briefcase. He said a grimace briefcase? Okay. And, and um, I'm sorry, give me a minute. So, you know, he 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 gets the briefcase and look like he's giving her the old one. But something that I've been seeing, and I wanted to give this uh quick credit to Storm before I saw this, before I saw this on Twitter, Storm called me and he said, Yo, what if they gave what if JD gave him that briefcase? And when he cashes it in, there's no no uh um contract or whatever. And I was thinking, and I remember even saying to myself, like, well, they've never, ever checked the briefcase before. I think they would just, I mean, I guess for this would be um, circumstance, right, for him. Mm -hmm. But what do you think about this idea? And I saw it on Twitter, too. But what do you think about this idea of they switched this money in the bank briefcase just to get. Well, mm -hmm, please take the floor. 
me and Balor Club have been mulling this over since it happened. Like, seriously, we have been speaking about it. Um, like, the minute we saw it, we said, I see it. I see it. Um, and, and we would love for that to happen. I think that will be what should happen. I think that Finn was cheated more than once by senior brief grimace case. <laughs> and this is what he should give up. This is, um, you know, he, he has to pay a price for that. You know, Finn's not just going to get over that. Finn's going to play it cool right now because he got tag titles. But I see the vision. And I think that that would be really cool. I don't think that that's something that's ever been done. Mm -hmm. um, I honestly don't want to, like, I, no shade. Like, I just don't even want to imagine what um, a Damian Priest world title reign would be right now it just isn't it doesn't seem it's not it's not like i don't see it for me i don't see it for me honestly like i'm not even trying to be rude like i just don't see it it, it just doesn't click does, like does it click with you like like listen to me mm -hmm. like i want to hear your thoughts can you really see him go going from seth rollins to damian priest to hold the title for a good portion of time right now like do you really see it you know, with the whole Damian Priest thing, right? So to answer your question, do I see it? I never thought it. I even thought that he would, if he cashed in, he would fail. So now with this new um, this new wrinkle into the story, it makes you go like, huh. So no, I didn't think I didn't think of him winning. Honestly, I didn't think of him winning the championship off of Seth. I don't know when I would have put the title on him or anything like that, or even if I would have. But if you're saying, if the question is, do I see him taking the title off Seth? No. I do not. Do you see him with the title in general? Like, my thing is like, oh, in I general, don't see it. Like, no, not even just that. I'm, I'm just double. I'm adding on to it as I go along. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, I just don't see it. I, I just don't. And I feel like a lot of people, especially right now, are in a justice for Finn Balor. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that you know he's getting older. Of course, like we know, even though we don't look it. Okay, you get it. Um, but we know he's getting older. Mm -hmm. And one thing that has haunted. The Balor Club, and I'm sure it's haunted him way more than us, obviously, since his life. <laughs> we have been haunted, but what if we got a full Finn Balor world title run? We never got that. So and can... we were like, we need that. And I think this is the time everyone's asking for, especially lately, like everyone's very much in their, you know, justice for Finn Balor era. And I think this will be perfect. I, I just don't see it right now with Damian. Like, that's the best I can say. So let me, I, I, and I just want to ask you, because I, I mean, I would be for a Finn run, but let me ask you, if he was to take the title off Seth, right? Do How long do you see him? Like, let me see how I get this question. How long of a run do you see Finn with the championship? Like, what, what would be, uh, I guess, ideal for you? I'd say a few months. Um, a good few months. I think if they do it the right way, they definitely could, you know, get something from it. I think Finn is has gotten to a point where he's just so fun. Like, you could tell he's having fun as well. Yeah. Like, his character. I just think that would be cool. And I think a lot of people are open to that. People were open to it at SummerSlam. And SummerSlam just made them even more because of the way Finn was clearly cheated. Want that to happen. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I would hope for, uh, for Finn before his career is up. I mean, like you mentioned, he's getting older, but he's not a, he's not a relic. 
by any means. I hope before he does hang it up, he does get a run and a decent run. I So right now, here's the thing with the world championship picture, right? And we haven't even talked about Gunther yet, but there's a lot of talks about Gunther being someone to take the title off of Seth, right? And I could see more Gunther. So that's when you said about Priest, I was like, eh. Finn, I would be four. And Finn is a hill. I guess Gunther's, I mean, they're both hills. So I I look at that and I go like, well, what do we do? We'd have Finn take it off. Oh, so, my hmm. gosh. This is it. This hmm. is how we finally get back what the pandemic took from us. Finn we gets rock. the title. And then Gunther takes the title from it. We get a bitch. Listen, I see the vision. I'm going to start starting an agenda. You know me. I'm going to start with my hashtags. So Yeah, yeah. I know. I can't wait to see it. But that would be interesting. I don't. And you know what? I mean, at WrestleMania too, but I don't necessarily see that. But if there was a way to get Gunther and Finn, because we were robbed of that. And I remember in 2020, I was excited about that. I was like, yo, 2020 is real. I mean, honestly, 2020 didn't really kick off uh, really hard. I don't want to say that. But um, it kind of picked up a little bit during that that mid like what Feb what was that March when they kind of they started teasing that stuff right between yeah and they stole that from us they really 20, did twenty twenty was awful oh what a nasty year honestly mm-hmm. you know that's the only year that WWE had where everyone beat the crap out of that year I remember that 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 advertisement Drew hit the uh, Claymore kick on twenty twenty it was some slime twenty it was 2020, but it was slime or whatever. It was such a advertisement or whatever. But um, um, JD, um, real quick, uh, JD has a match with uh, Sami Zayn. It was fine. Um, the VI, the the VI, uh, VIP was it the MVP? I'm sorry, I'm mixing up all these letters. <coughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! MVP of <laughs> Judgment Day. Dominic Mysterio helps out JD Madonna after taking orders from Rhea, who said everything needs to run smoothly. And it looked like they're bringing in JD. Finn mentioned, he said, yo, we should bring in JD. Damien's kind of against it. He's not a fan of it. What? But, you know, but- and that's really irritating me because what did he do to you? What's the attitude about? Like, he's actually irritating me. Y'all giving JD a hard time, but you up Jay Uso, but no, no shade to Jay Uso, but it's like, what y'all saying y'all or oh, we open arms mommy okay so be open arms like what is going on with damien it, it honestly comes across like insecurity because why 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 what is your problem with jd what's your problem <laughs> what has he done except for try to help you half the time like what's the well, issue i don't see the issue you know and, and if i can add in there real quick before you start yelling again <laughs> Ben mentions everything that you said like we wouldn't have won we might not won the championships if it wasn't for jd catch it so yeah, well, and uh, Sawyer said, uh, "Boom." Um, <laughs> um, but it looked like they're gonna uh, bring him in. Uh, I don't mind JD the whole trying to, and I don't see them. Uh, uh, Jay wanting to be a part of Judgment Day, which wouldn't. I know you saw that picture where he looked like one of the guys from uh, Papa Roach. <laughs> Cause the night will be the night that I will fall for you. <laughs> 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 that that is that that is fantastic. Papa Roach right there. Yeah, that was Papa Roach is right there. What was the other song? I my heart open, and I don't know the rest. I remember it was young. I said, "Oh my god, I have to mute this because it's seven o'clock in the morning." Did you did you just say Papa Roach? 
That was Papa Roach. Was not that's no, not the that was secondhand serenade. No, he said I tear my heart open. No, that's a different song. Who sings that? I tear my heart open. Yes, that's how the song that's opens. Papa Roach. That's, that's what I'm saying. Not the same song. I know it's not the same song. Okay, I was saying that's when I said Papa Roach. You said my song. I wanted to sing another Papa Roach song. Is that okay? <laughs> Is that, is, that, is that all right? Is, is that all right, Shay Summers? Whoa, calm down. I can't calm down. I'm always angry. Speaking of anger, congratulations to Gunther, who's the official longest reigning intercontinental champion. I cannot do it like Samantha uh, Irvin. Shout out to her because she does it. She says, now that everyone, they say Gunther. She wish the Gunther. It sounds like such a final <laughs> Do it. No. <laughs> it sounded like you said thunder. <laughs> I'm screaming. It, yes, she was. Um, him and Jack Gable, they have really good chemistry, man. I mean, it, there's no way I could just break down this match. They have great chemistry. Gunther became the longest reigning intercontinental champion Friday. So uh Honky Tonk Man is somewhere probably crying because he was the reigning. He held that title for uh what 40 years, longest reigning, maybe 40. That's so annoying. I'd be annoyed for him. You would be annoyed. Why? Because I'm sure that was a, a talking point for him. Now he got to switch it all up. Well, if he's any, if he's creative, he'll he'll find a way. Because right now, Gunther, and you know, not for nothing too, with this going on, he, he officially passed it on Friday. I hope he holds it for another few months. Because you know, one of the things I hate with WWE sometimes, what they do, and they've done this a lot. And I have uh, two examples actually. Um. I remember when New Day, they broke the tag. They broke Demolition's record. I think it was 2016, right? And they broke it. Monday, uh, they they won this triple threat. It was uh, New Day. I forget who the other team was. I think it was Sheamus and Cesaro, maybe? And Seth and um, and Roman. They won. I forget what day was the official that they broke the record. Anyway, that Sunday was a pay-per-view. They dropped the title immediately. I kind of don't like stuff like that. Like, I would say, just go a little bit longer. I'm not even saying go another year. Just go a little bit longer. Another example I got was um, Nikki Bella. She was she was the Divas champion, and uh, she had that match against Charlotte Flair. And I remember a lot of people wanted her to drop the title to Charlotte. But there was this controversial finish. I forget how the finish happened. Something happened, and Charlotte didn't want – she won the match, but she didn't win the championship. And Nikki ended up breaking the record and broke AJ Lee's record as Divas champion and then dropped the title that Sunday. You see the, Do you see the pattern here? Yeah. My, 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 my point is, it don't even have to be, like I said, another year. I think they're trying to groom Gunther to be the next world heavyweight champion. Uh, I'm just saying, let him hold it for a little bit longer. I know the record's already broke, but I just don't like when, oh, they broke the record. Let him drop it. But then I sit here and go, I would be down for Chad Gable to be the intercontinental. They wanted to take the title off him. And I'm trying yeah, to. Where would that leave uh, uh, Gunther? Um, you know? What would that leave Gunther? I mean, I guess you could start making his way towards. It's hard to say because you still got the Royal Rumble, right? A lot of people have seen him as the one who can be the Royal Rumble winner, but we have what, like four months in between now. I mean, what do you do with him? That's a damn good question. What do you do with him? I would sit here and say he could. I wouldn't mind him taking a break for a period, take some time off, come back from fresh and everything like that. Hmm. I, would, I wouldn't mind it because I don't know what you do with him at that point. But I do see him going for that heavyweight championship. But it's like, I get the question was, well, what do you do in that time period? Correct? Like, what do you do? 
Yeah, exactly. That's and the that's, thing. And that's the hard part. But I do see, and I would be down for Chad Gable. Chad Gable is fantastic. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's so good. I mean, just somebody who, who I remember when uh, Alpha Academy, right? I think that was when him and Jason uh, Jordan. And he was always a standout. He always had the character and stuff like that. But the in-ring work as time went on, I mean, it was always good, but it even stood out more when he had, they gave him an opportunity to showcase what he could do. One of my favorite things that he ever did, I remember that Dusty Classic. Uh, I forget what year. That was the one with Finn and Samoa Joe won. And, and he hit this chaos theory on Baron Corbin. And it looks so impressive because Baron Corbin is probably like seven foot two and still growing. Chad yeah. Gable is not that big of a guy. But Chad Gable, if he's going to lift you, he's going to lift you. And I do want to say real quick, because we didn't talk about this in a quick NXT review. Same thing with Tyler Bate. If he's going to lift you, he's going to lift you. No, he's uh, going to my, damn near throw you into the ceiling, honestly. Yeah, he will throw. Jeez, uh, I need to stay away from the strong boy. But, yeah, Gunther's officially the longest champion. Um, I know we have another pay-per-view coming up. I think it's Rose. Fastlane. Thank you. Um, we already had a pay-per-view, so October. But even then, I don't see him dropping it. But I would think that would be a perfect time because you don't you want to do it when the when the iron is hot. And I think if you miss it, if you miss October, you might you might because you could always go back to Chad Gable. But then I don't know. I'm 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 confused. Yeah, it's like strike while the iron is hot. Yes, yes. But that was Monday Night Raw. There was some really fun stuff on there. We talked NXT. All right. I didn't really, like you said, I didn't watch SmackDown either, but I'll just talk real quick here. AJ Styles got his uh, revenge on uh, Jimmy. Um, when I sent it to you, I gave you three M's in his name because when I saw him at Tigertron, he had three M's. So then now he's called Triple M. Um, but it looks now like Jimmy Uso is back in the bloodline, which is weird because he left. Now he's like, yeah, I want to get back in there. Um, he said, I left. And who said I left? And I was like, you did. You did. So, um, AJ gets the win. I'm happy AJ got the win. I mean, I know he's older. He does he has nothing left to prove at this point, AJ Styles. But I still want my man to get some um, some W's. Um, but it looks like also too the OC is breaking up because the OC are cowards. Um, you know, AJ he's certainly saying, you know, I got jumped and you guys didn't help. And you know, you have Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows and they're saying, yeah, we kept telling you to stay out of the bloodline business. He said. Like, yo, dog, I remember you guys standing up for me when I needed you, and y'all guys can't do. And he has a valid point because I never forget when they had the um, graveyard match, Undertaker and AJ. They were there to help. And last I remember, they got their butt handed to them. And I remember Carl got tombstone and one got thrown off the roof. And I said, this makes sense. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I chuckled a little bit. I rewind it and just, just when. Uh, when Luke got thrown off the roof, because I said, that is a damn shame. So I just kind of pissed off at them. He's like, yo, like, I thought we were boys, but I guess not. And if y'all don't have that energy, keep it away from me. They look like they're going to break up. But there's also an interesting development on SmackDown. They went TD Gardens in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, there's an interesting thing. Uh, the Judgment Day was on SmackDown, and they beat uh, um, the, Bru the Bruising Brutes. But after the match... You had Bobby Lashley, Montez Ford, and, and Dawkins, and they're in the face of uh, Judgment Day. So I don't know what this is leading to, but it looked like uh, uh, um, Bobby and his boys want the, want the gold. 
Um, I, I don't, I don't see him dropping the gold right away. Like, I, it just won the titles. I think that would be a damn shame if they dropped the titles, right? Like that would be silly. It would be nasty work. But I, I do see them being potential people to take the the title off of Judgment Day. Just not now. I, I let Judgment Day have a run. Matter of fact, when they drop the titles, this is what I see. Since you were talking about Finn Balor's cashing, right? I could see them dropping the titles, and then I don't know. Okay, so we have what you said was the pay per view that we have in front of us. We have October seventh. Thank you. So Fast Lane, we have Survivor Series, and some. I know there's going to be something in December. I'm sitting there. I don't have a time period because I feel like Survivor Series. If they're doing War Games again, this time you have Judgment Day in it. So maybe December something happens. It's a ju- just a jump in there. I-, I would say maybe somewhere in December, maybe we get some uh the titles are dropped or something like that. And fair because I can see they lose the titles and then the cash in is the same day. That's that's my thought. That's what I see. Yeah, it could be. It could be. All right, so let's finish this uh podcast off with some AEW talk. Dynamite, they were Indiana Indiana. Farmers Coliseum. Oh, in Indiana. I don't know why I put Indiana twice. Wow. Mm. I'm sorry. Let me make sure I got my uh, little notes here. Orange Cassidy. Let's talk about Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. He was the he was the longest reigning international champion. How long did he, he have? I don't even remember, honestly. Oh, he won that somewhere last year, and they said he had 30 title defenses or something like that. I know someone in AEW is going to correct me. Well, actually, you're wrong. It's uh, 20-something. <laughs> Idiot. You don't know anything about wrestling. Just say that. <laughs> what was that accent? Who, what was that? Kentucky? Was that Kentucky? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you don't know nothing, you idiot. You just, you just, you just from the plan stupid. Sir. Dumbass. All right, so Orange Cassidy, he gets a, a ovation. We didn't even talk about the all-out uh, review. Um, not review, but the results. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but, I mean, if you saw All Out, you know what All Out, all out was about. Um, but uh, he dropped the title to one John Moxley. Matter of fact, I did not see um, All Out, Sawyer. And this is one of the things I got. They said during the match, uh, Orange Cassidy was bleeding, but not John Moxley. That blew my mind. I have to say that that was a shocker to me, but um, he gets a he gets a thank you orange chats. He gets those chants. Excuse me, hiccups. Orange Cassie says, uh, "Hey, thank you." So they told me to stay home, and the crowd boos, but I was like, "Nah." So he said, "Nah," and AEW allowed it, so they just allows they allow anything over there, um, as you can tell. He just said, "Nah," I'm not going to do that. He says, I'm not going to do that. Championship or no championship, I will be here every single week because I am freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy and I do not have a catchphrase. That is Orange Cassidy. And after that, John Moxley comes out there and beats the hell out of AR Fox. I'm not even going to break down this match. Uh, Orange Cassidy looked very upset not to have his international championship. He looked at uh, John Moxley. And he just looked as he put his head in defeat and was like, damn, that could have been me opening the show. Because, you know, for the longest time, Orange Cassidy was somebody who opened um, AEW. But he walked to the back after uh, 
John Moxley uh, murdered A.R. Fox, who was out there with um, Darby Allen. I thought this was hilarious because, uh, you know, first they wasn't friends. Now they're friends. They're cool again. And Christian approaches Nick Wayne. That's a, um, not A.R., I'm sorry. Um, Darby's like uh, uh, his friend, someone who looks up to Darby. And as Christian and uh, Luchasaurus approach him, Darby is like, come on, come on, come on. We have to go back there. AR Fox looked like you wanted to say, like, yo, bro, this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> I thought that was great. I just thought AR Fox. Darby always want to fight. Like, calm down. <laughs> he wanted to protect his boy. Like, he wanted to protect Nick Wayne. But I get you. You're like, well, AR Fox is like, well, I, I don't care about no Nick Wayne. He's not my boy. And like, what do you have to do with him? What does that got to do with him? We're not going to break down every match, but I did want to touch on some segments here. Uh, let's talk about Roderick Strong, the neck brace, neck, uh, neck break. I'm like, neck brace wearing Roderick Strong. He gives his backstory about himself, which is similar to what he did to NXT some years back. You remember that um, vignette that he had? It was it was a few parts too, and he was talking about uh, his parents and feeling uh, um, alone. His parents. Uh, um, you know, I think they all they they all had different um, some kind of problems, but Russell was always there for him. He's, he he mentions he says that uh, he says Russell gave me an opportunity to be something I was not. No one was judging me for what my parents were doing. Professional wrestling is not just a business to me; it is everything. But Adam Cole already knew that. I grew up alone. I'm going to win this Grand Slam tournament alone. I think I have the 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 brackets here. Um, I'll run through them at the end, but he won against uh, Trent. Uh, wasn't it Trent Beretta? I'm sorry. Yeah. And they had a solid match. I mean, um, it was funny because in the beginning he comes out with the neck brace, and then when he gets into the match, he uh, takes it off. He hits the end of days to beat Trent. I thought it was a really solid match. Uh, Trent is pretty solid. I thought he sold the hell out of that end of days. Uh, end of heartaches. I'm sorry. End of days is uh, another guy. And um, after the match, Roddy wears the neck brace again, which I think is the last. I feel like I missed a segment, but let's talk about this segment. I thought this was uh, fantastic, actually, because Samoa Joe is just so good. But this was a segment before you had MJF, and uh, he comes out there. He's coming out. He's dr he's dripping in gold. You got the AEW Heavyweight Championship, and he have the ROH. Oh tag. wow! 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 Hmm. Cause he's dripping in gold. There no, because you just so nicely said it, but when the Judgment Day said it, it was an issue. No, I did. I was very nice. I just said they don't have all the gold, but I said, but yeah. they dripped in gold. And I said it was silver. I was, don't, don't, don't do that to me, Soy, because you know what? One day you have one foot out the door for Judgment Day, and then the next day you know you have both feet in for the Judgment That's Day. That's not true. That's not true. I don't know. You're making things up. Oh my gosh. This is not story time with Bad Guy Jack. No, it's not. Imagine lying in 2023. Oh my gosh. Imagine lying, period. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Can I can I can I carry on, uh, Miss Summers? Absolutely. <laughs> oh guys, you don't know the, the torture I had to deal with this young one. Uh MJF comes up, he says some MJF stuff. Um and just as he starts to get ready to say something. Um, I want to make sure that I have this. Ah, here we go. I didn't want to make sure I have uh, the words here. 
So he gets ready to mention Samoa Joe because during All Out, Samoa Joe pushed MJF, which triggered MJF because I forget which NXT TakeOver show it was, but Samoa Joe came out with security and he pushed a young MJF who was very upset at this. And he never forgot that. So when he got pushed, it triggered him to which proceed for him to go into the ring and attack Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe wasn't going to have any of that. Put this kid down. And, um, and, um, and uh, yeah, that happened. So just as he was getting ready to mention Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe says, now pardon the, now pardon the, interruption, uh, pardon the interruption champ. I was in the back. I heard a little piss and vinegar in your voice. I want to get, I want. I know, right? Samoa Joe don't miss, man. I want to get a front row for what was about to be said. What seems to be the problem, kid? MJF says, kid, Joe, this must be really embarrassing for you. You must have confused my interest for an ice cream truck. So Samoa Joe laughs because it's like, oh, a fat joke, right? He goes, that's good, but to be quite honest, the last time I had anything to do with an ice cream truck, I was busy being the biggest star of the company's other network. No, Max, I'm here out of genuine concern. So what's the problem? Samojo's really putting this guy down. I got to sit here and say, he was, uh, he tried to make all these other jokes. I just want to speed up a little bit. He said, let me get creative. He called him Bill Perry, uh, Joe Boy. No, what about Samoa Doe? And then Samoa Joe is just laughing. He says, ah, oh, jokes and venom. Now, Max, it seems that you have a hard time comprehending what's going on. So I'm going to ask you again, Max, what is your problem, kid? Max snaps and he goes, you call me, kid, one more time. I'm going to knock your teeth down your throat. Time out, time out. That's what you want. And then they proceed to go into the story. They talk about uh, the NXT story that I mentioned. Uh, MJF mentions, he mentions, um, he took advantage of a 19-year-old kid. I'm not a kid no more. To which Samojo responds back, no, I didn't take advantage of you because you was a kid. I took advantage of you because you were a little bitch. Oh. There's that B word. And eventually, you know, this is going to lead to uh, a confrontation between these two. There's uh, Samo uh, MJF. Um, oh, matter of fact, MJF, as he gets ready to leave the ring, Samojo kicks the rope. So, you know, he, he gets caught in there. Balls on the ground. MJ uh, Samojo lifts up the AEW championship. He gets a low blowed. MJF starts to build some momentum. He runs in the corner. Samojo hits this badass move. I never knew the name of it, but when you run in the corner and he just counters you and he just lifts you up and slams you. And that's, that's when he Yes, thank you. And he was getting ready to hit the muscle buster. And Adam Cole came out and then Samojo rolled out. Uh, MJF mentions his neck, his neck, his neck. And Samojo is laughing. He says, hey, I'm sorry, man. Next time I'm going to be so hard on you. Ah! And then he started yelling and stuff like that. Manically. Like, really loud. Like, If I'm Roderick Strong, I'm actually annoyed with MJF because, oh, now your neck. Okay. Like, you really want to, like, be Adam's friend so bad. You want to steal everything I do. That's how I see it. <laughs> well, that's funny because that's what led to the next match. And that's when Roddy was like, what about my neck? My neck hurts. What about Thank me? You. Thank you. Oh, so now we're just going to dog power on Adam. Oh, my God. And I'm just saying, like, that's crazy. His neck, too. Like, it's not just his neck. Like, <laughs> um, Some other stuff happened here. We have Swerve. I don't have the the uh, the words all here, but look like that's going to be another set. That's going to be a new program, which makes me interested because um, I like Swerve. I think Swerve is very talented. He was mentioning about uh, Hangman Adam Page, just to sum it all up. He was talking, he was mentioning, um, 
you know, you had signed that five-year contract. You've eaten good. It shows. So he's trying to make an, a fat joke there, too. There's a lot of fat jokes here on um, AEW. I don't, I don't know. This is crazy. Yeah, he made it. He... <laughs> but um, he says, I want this, I want the spot that you don't want because it seems like you don't want it. You haven't got new gear in a while. Ooh. He mentions there was a there was a great chance for him to be the first AEW black champion. Um, there was a lot of stuff said here. I thought um Swerve really held his own. I, I, I when he give when you give him a mic, he 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 doesn't disappoint. He essentially said that Hangman Adam Page has squandered yes. his easy position, and if he was in that position, he would already have been AEW World Heavyweight Champion, the first black AEW World Heavyweight Champion by now. To sum it all up, how you. Perfectly worded. Yep, he did. He and said, he's right. He spilled. He really did. He, he did. I, I, someone get him up because he did spill. And um, after that, uh, um, Adam Adam Page. I'm sorry. So many Adams. Page Cage. All this stuff. But Adam Page said, "If you want a match, just go to the back. I'm tired of this stuff." And he walks in the back with his uh, pup his chest. Just go to the back. Excuse you. Yeah, just go to the back and just get a match. I'm, I'm tired of this. So which Swerve said, oh, man, it's a shame that uh, your wife and kid have to see that you're not good at this job, too, or something like that, over the lines of that. So which he gets into Swerve's face. Then he gets attacked by uh, the mogul um, embassy, uh, Brian Cage. I think they had a match on Rampage or something. I, I, I could tell you right now, I didn't see either Friday or Saturday. Um, but um, that was pretty much AEW's, and it looks like that's what's going to lead to. So some real quick things I just want to talk about. Daniel Bryan, he's talking about this possibly could be his last year of wrestling. Um, they have a AEW has this pay-per-view coming up on October 1st. It's called um Russell Dream. And Brian Danson is finally gonna get that match with Zach Sabre Jr. That was supposed to be a match that happened last year. But um Brian was injured some I forgot what, what injury he had, but he was injured. So we're finally gonna get this match. And it looked like they are going to be building around him on collision. Along with uh, uh, Bullet Club Gold, who they had a match as well. I don't know. Uh, they just keep winning. I don't know who they fought, but yes, they keep they winning. Should. They keep winning. They are building a lot of momentum there on Collision. And uh, I think that's pretty much everything that we wanted to really discuss. This was, uh, this was a fun show. I don't think there's... Um, Oh, let me just read you this uh, card real quick for the Grand Slam uh, World Tournament. So it was Darby Allens against Nick Wayne. Darby won, and he went against Roderick Strong, I believe, on Collision. Roderick Strong won. Then we had Penta L Zero Miedo. I'm proud of myself. I know he beat Jay Lethal. Samoa Joe won against Jeff Hardy. You know, it made me laugh because Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe, anytime Samoa Joe got in the ring with Jeff Hardy, he always embarrassed him. <laughs> So Samoa Joe beats Jeff Hardy. He beat Penta as well. And we're going to get the rematch between Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong, which makes sense because between the two of them, one of these guys was going to um, – these were the two picks to win. Roddy, I don't see – if I'm Roddy, I'm not getting in the ring with Samoa Joe after, the, after being up – after he already broke my neck. But I already know what this guy is capable of uh, doing. But – Be scared. We already I mean, talked about the Darby um, Rogers, mm -hmm. the yeah. Mister. Mm -hmm. I know that you're the king of backbreakers. Well, that's great because my back is destroyed. Don't tell me he said that. He said it. I'm telling you. 
Good luck trying to break me, Roddy, because I'm already broke. You can't break what's already broken. Oh, my goodness. That... In my room when he's... You know, not for nothing. Hearing you say that was confirmation. Oh, I need air. I was unhinged. I was like, yes, I know. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I know. That was all I needed to hear, madam. But that is hilarious. Um, I mean, was there anything you saw on Collision that felt like needs to be mentioned, or was there anything? No. Okay. Well, I mean, Jade. For God's sakes, Jade yeah. is back. It's you know what? Up. How can we not talk about Jade? Jade Cargill is back. It looked like uh, she's grow she's growing. I, I just I always have a uh, a fear that people who are tall that just continuously get tall, like a titan. The boots. Oh. No, I she think she's naturally fantastic, though. Like she looks. No, like she is. Oh, no, goodness. she is. And I think the time off was great for her. I don't know how long, how much time she got off, but it's good that she's been brought back and uh, back and look like she wants her TBS championship from uh, Chris Statlander. And it makes me go. Uh, I don't see her wearing it back, and I don't see her being ready for the women's championship yet. Um, I know right now it's. Soraya, and I think they're having a tournament for that belt as well, or something like that. I forget. Because I don't see Soraya um, holding that title long. I think it was a it was a feel-good moment, but I don't know if she necessarily drops it. I got to see the, the bracket because I know it's a tournament, but I don't see her holding it long, and I don't know. But uh, I kind of see what you mean. I don't know if I see her holding it super long as well, um, but we'll see. I, I wouldn't be mad at it because, I, you know, I love her, so... Yeah, no, and it would be great because when you think about Soraya, right, if we could just uh, talk a little bit about Soraya, she had to retire at such a young, young age. Um, and I don't even know how much time she missed. It was like five, six years or something like that. It was, and a, to, it was a lot of time. And, and to have the opportunity to perform in, front, uh, perform in, in your home, win the championship, um, which you probably didn't think was going to be possible because you had to retire because – you're, you know, a bad bump, you could be paralyzed. You know, you hear that, you want to, um, you know, safety first, right? Um, but I did want to say, and we'll save it for next week, but I did see the documentary, and I thought it would be so cool. I know one of your favorite wrestlers is Kurt Angle, mm -hmm. and he has this fantastic documentary. It's, it's called Angle. It's literally just called Angle. And I want to talk about it, but I also want to talk about it um, – you know, when you see it, and we could probably discuss it a little bit. And, uh, you know, we, we always try to make the show as digestible. We try to, last week was our longest episode. Oh, and, uh, long. oh my God. And we're not going to do no two hours. We're going to just uh, get ready to cut it here. But I do, I do recommend watching it. We could talk about it. It was so well done. The only thing, and I will say this, if I can just, uh, this wasn't in the um, rundown, but they mentioned, they mentioned, so Kurt Angle, and I said this last week in the thing, Kurt Angle feels like he's not a GOAT because he could, he was in uh, TNA and people didn't see these matches, which I got to say shame on you for not seeing it. Um, right. But those matches were fantastic. But there was a spot where Stone Cold, and I respect Stone Cold. I mean, he's a legend in the game. And I got what he meant by this. But there's a spot when they said when they saw him in TNA, he was like, TNA? They're not, a, they're not in our league. And it's true. But the matches, TNA was never on WWE's level, right? But those matches are stuff that if there was a top five team, like you had to rank top five TNA matches, 90% of the chance, 95, 9, 95 out of 100, Kurt Angle was in it. Yeah, absolutely. Impact was like, maybe they weren't 
when people say not in their league, maybe they meant in terms of like, you know, selling ability yeah. and stuff like that. But when it came to the work rate and it came to, you know, what the quality, what they put out there, they definitely were on their level. If like 100%. No, I agree. I, I forgot who I was uh, talking to. I think it was Shantice. And we were talking about, you know, like how WWE, they had uh, evolution, right? DNA was doing that 15 years prior. Or, or at least, yeah, 15, 10 years prior when they had the knockouts division. And then knockout division was, and I know they just had a show. Um, Impact uh, 1000. Fantastic. Check that out. <clears throat> um, and I know they had a lot of nostalgia acts. I believe the beautiful people were there. Uh, awesome Kong. Uh, I think Gail Kim came out of retirement. I mean, I didn't see any of this stuff, but it sounded like stuff that I would be interested in because that TNA period, you're talking about 2007 to 2009. I would even say 2010 because I had fun in 2010 um it was a train wreck at some points but, but i had fun but that's that's that that is the uh that is the big pop 30 podcast episode 40 and we're going to continue to march to episode 50 next month sawyer we make a year that the big pop had its first pop i don't know how that sounds that, that sounds really wrong so let's just not say that okay i i i i i, I apologize for my outburst but last year was the first episode we had. It was in October, and just still doing it close to a year later. Um, I'm really proud of uh, what we have done. Uh, so the march to episode 50, and also the march to a year. So Sawyer, can you please tell the lovely people where they can find you? You got a lot of stuff going on, so please tell the lovely people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Shay Sawyer underscore. You can find me. Um, Every Thursday on Women's Wrestling Talk for the Rising Sun Rundown and the NXT After Show. Find me at 11 o'clock for the Challenge USA uh, review show on Unpopular Review. And yeah, yeah, you can find me in the stars as well. In the stars? Well, I'll be down. That's fancy. I, I won't be in the stars. I'll just be like on the grass. Um, You can follow me on uh, the bad guy. What? The bad guy underscore Jack on Instagram. I tweet occasionally. Um, if something annoys me, I, I like to uh, voice my uh, how uh, something uh, really made me upset. So I'm on Twitter there at bad guy underscore as well. Twitch, um, been uh, doing some Twitch lately. Uh, you can catch me there, bad guy underscore Jack TV. Join the conversation, and uh, you can also follow us, the Big Pop Theory Podcast. I feel like we don't uh, broadcast is enough, so apologies. But you can follow us at the Big Pop Theory Podcast at Instagram, the Big Pop Theory Podcast on TikTok. We're going to try to get some more content out there as well. The Big Pop underscore on Twitter. We're there. Um, and also, too, um, um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, we have a Gmail at the Big Pop Theory Podcast at gmail.com. So if you have any questions or anything you want to access, you can write us there and we will reply back. So, without that being said, I feel like that we've. Uh, we uh, said all we had to say. Once again, shout out to uh, We Are Wrestling. They are fantastic. And um, Sawyer, please say, uh, say farewell to the lovely people. Farewell to the lovely people. <laughs> Goodbye, lovely people. And we'll see you for episode 41 for the Big Pop Theory Podcast. <laughs>